What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Downtime with Downstar. I'm your host, Alex Johnson, aka Alex from In and Out. Here with my guest today, Frank Downstar. How's it going, Frank? It's great, man. Episode 194. Do you're a professional? 194, right? Yeah. Thank you, thank you. And you haven't been on for uh, almost 50 episodes. Is it, dude? I was gonna say 25, and then I was like, 25 doesn't that math doesn't add up, dude. 50 episodes since the last time you've been on almost you know 46 but um i was looking and um 51 was our first sponsor ever oh there you go that was the first episode that yeah. we ever got a sponsor and that's with uh heel automotive and they've been around uh as a sponsor for 50 uh whatever episode 40, 40 there, there 46 you go. There episodes you go. There dude there you go fuck crazy Sick. man and then uh and now we, we have a, we have a new sponsor we just now got a new sponsor rywire motorsport electronics man that's awesome dude and i'm working on uh, a couple other sponsors we're gonna cap it at four but Sick. it's exciting man it's bringing a new uh a new era new era bro definitely it's uh i think by 200 we're gonna be lit yeah dude that's gonna be in like less than a month from now yeah dude three weeks yeah, no, this definitely because each month we're doing eight episodes. Yeah, so we're cooking, yeah, bro. Right. It was like two weeks. You have anything planned for the two hundredth? <sighs> I don't, man. I don't. You this... did. Uh, it was with Ash and Christian for one hundred, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ash and Christian for one hundred. I would like to do a big episode for yeah. two hundred. Yeah. But there's really nobody that. Well, there. I don't want to say there's nobody. Yeah. But there's a few people that I want want to talk to. But yeah. All right, look at it like this, right? You know, I watch the uh, the No Jumper podcast with Adam and 22 yeah. all the time. So he always talks about that he started the podcast and he would do like um, BMX, have BMX riders on and things like that, right? Yeah. But his pod didn't get lit until he had Xavier Wolf on there. Yeah. Because that gave him a whole new demographic of, of crowd. So I'm just thinking one of two ways. One day somebody's gonna come on the podcast and it's just gonna get so many eyes yeah. and then people are gonna check back catalog yeah. and then it's gonna grow from there. Or what I'm really banking on is just the consistency yeah. of it. But there's some uh, there's some podcasts that I would like to have when the podcast is a little bigger yeah, than I get it you. is now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I, even though they would be big right now, in the future they would, they be would be they would have a lot big, more big. impact. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So that's my, um, that's kind of my plan for it is just to keep feeding the machine, man. You know, so I'm on my hustle, bro. But maybe episode, we got to see when, when it, uh, when it would fall on, maybe episode 200 could be your, uh, farewell episode, Dang, bro. Right? Well, what's that? That's only in three weeks, huh? Yeah. I'll, I'll be, I'll be here in three weeks still. Yeah. But, um. So let's talk about it, yeah, bro. Like, you you uh, get into that? Yeah. You fucked up somebody's order and, uh, you're out of here. Pretty much. <laughs> One too many bolts. I was like, oh, <laughs> all right, you're out. Hey, we run a tight ship over here, bro. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. So this, so I've been going to community college here for the past two years after I got out of high school. And um, so I'm going to be transferring this fall to UC San Diego. Yeah. And I'm doing mechanical engineering there. Um, and so if, if COVID wasn't going on, I'd be like 100% going down there this fall and like starting classes there and everything. Um, I actually already took an online class from them over the summer. Yeah. So it's like, all right, I'm there. Cool. But um, since of COVID and everything, most of the classes are like online or like mostly online classes. Um, just kind of depends like on what what class it is. Like, oh, this one you need to be in the lab to like 
do whatever. Gotcha, so yeah. that's some of those are like not online all the way. Um, but for the most part, like all the lectures and stuff are just straight online on Zoom or whatever. Um, so normally, if, if what I'm trying to say, normally if there's no online classes, there's no COVID, whatever. Um, and you're gonna stay on campus, like in the dorms, which is what I was gonna do. Yeah, you have to pay for a whole year, right? Gotcha, like gotcha. you're locked into the housing for a year, like kind of like a lease or whatever yeah. it would be. Um, so then there, all the classes went online, and it's like, well, do I still have to pay for a whole year? Because it doesn't make sense to move down there if it's gonna be online. Yeah, because it's just um, you just be like sitting in your room on your laptop. You know what I mean? There's not really any point in moving everything down there, paying to live there, all that when. You can just live at home and go online. To you know a I mean? dorm. To a dorm. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. So even, yeah, moving all your stuff down there, living there, paying to eat, live, whatever. You yeah. Know? Just to sit in your room all day on a computer. Yeah. Because all your classes are online. And some whack-ass little room, too. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been to a dorm, yeah, bro, they're, not, they're whack. They're like this size right here. Yeah. yeah with the, the walls are all cement, yeah. too. It's yeah. Like... You're living like a, a prison. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was, the debate was because, like, well, if we have to pay for a whole year of dorm housing, you may as well go down there because you're already paying for it. There's no point in like living here if you're paying for it down yeah. there, you know. Um, but if they then they were talking like, oh, maybe we'll change the the rules so you don't have to pay for a whole year. Yeah. So basically, if you right now that what they told us, everybody is like if you pay for a whole year, you're like guaranteed a spot in the dorms or whatever because they have like limited number or whatever. Um, but if you don't want to live on campus then you can get like put on like the wait list or whatever and like you have a really good chance but you're not like guaranteed a, a dorm yeah in the winter or spring whenever you come back so basically what i think we're gonna do we're not we haven't like finalized it yet um because you need to like go all do all the paperwork and stuff is i'm probably not gonna go down there for like the fall quarter and just go online at home mm -hmm. and then hopefully if everything's cool in the winter i'll go down there like after new year's i think is when the next quarter is um, but if it's still the same thing as right now and it's yeah. all online, then it's still like, well, there's no point in going down there still, you know? So we're kind of playing it by ear mm -hmm. and luckily they like made it, they changed the rules enough so we don't have to pay for a whole year just to like not go down there or something, you know? Um, but as of right now, all the classes I'm taking this semester are online. Mm. So it's like, there's not really any point in going down there. Gotcha. Which super, it sucks. Cause it's like, yeah, I've been working to go, go do something, you know, for a long time, but that's yeah. where we're at right now. Well, that's a that's a huge step in your life, man. Yeah, I'm, right. uh, I'm proud of you, bro. Thank that's, you. Dude. Uh, that's awesome. You're a super hard worker, and I've seen it ever since you've started here. Thank you. And it's only the natural progression that you you just move on. And, yeah. Um, you know, we've been having this conversation for shit over a year now. Yeah. Right. You know, I said, bro, whatever you want to do with your life, I'm with it. Just give me enough notice, and let's let's plan it out. Let's plan out what we need to uh, what we need to do. And we just, fucking, just, uh, just hung up the customer. Somebody just called us. I just hung up on him. <laughs> but um, I'm going to go turn that volume yeah, down yeah, real quick. Hey, My bad. talk to the sponsors real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll talk to the sponsors. Yeah, speaking of the sponsors, man. Sorry, guys. We have the uh, our Google phone number hooked up to the computer. And we like to listen to the computer at like the ridiculously highest volume ever. So when you're hey, doing... That's not me. <laughs> that's me because I'm half, I'm, I'm half deaf already. But uh, you know what, dude? I don't know if you guys uh, always listen to the podcast, but maybe you hear some squeaking. I just realized what it was. This little like back pad, like it the ru the leather rubs against the other <laughs> leather, and it just sounds like a uh, your grandma's old uh, 
couch and with like the plastic on it. You've been, you've been hearing it for like months. Like, what is that noise? I've been hearing it for 194 episodes. You keep texting us like, can you guys be quiet out there? I keep hearing <laughs> something. <laughs> and it was me, man. So that's like that's like I have these Converse. Yeah. And I put um like insoles in them so they have because they have like so they have some arch support and stuff because I stand all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I put them in, and then I was walking through the library one time at school like six months ago. And my there was like a squeaking noise, <laughs> and I'm like, "What that? Like, what is that?" And then I stop and I don't hear. I start walking. I'm like, "Is it like? Because I've never had Converse before. I'm like, are these shoes just squeaky?" Yeah. And then I took the in, the insoles out, and they didn't squeak. Uh. And I'm like, well, "What am I supposed to do now?" <laughs> so we, so I had I still have men, and I, like sometimes I'll be walking through the shop with my music pause or whatever, and I just hear. <laughs> it's like that Squ- SpongeBob episode where he has the boots and they're just squeaking all back. Yeah. It's bad. It's- <laughs> I've I've heard him before. I've heard you squeaking. Around yeah, right. And like now RC's here, and I'll be like, "Dang, I, w- I wonder if he thinks about how loud these shoes are squeaking." Like, I'll just walk around him, like, <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> he doesn't say anything, but I'm like, dude, I know he's thinking about it. Sounds like Pac Man. Yeah. Dude. Uh, but yeah, speaking of RC, man, yeah. like to welcome uh, RC to the to the family. Yeah, right. Super excited about that, man. Um, if you guys aren't familiar, uh, RC from RC's Garage. Uh, he was in Phoenix, and uh, now he's here. Yeah, well, he's, he said he's lived in Phoenix for, what, 35 years? His yeah, whole his life? whole life, dude. Yeah, yeah so uh, I feel bad for him, man. He's like a sheltered dog, dude. He comes here, and he's just like, oh, my God, you guys have the nicest weather. Yeah, like, right? It's because you lived in the oven for your whole <laughs> life, bro. Like, this is normal world. Right? <laughs> he kept going. He's like, dude, I can't believe. He's like, it's only 70 degrees right now in the morning. He's like, dude, it'd be like 100 already in Phoenix. Yeah. It was so funny. Every time I talk to him, bro, he just makes me so jazzed on everyday <laughs> life. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is cool to you, dude. Yeah. yeah I well, guess it's, so. it, it's kind of a cool perspective to have, too, because yeah. then it's like we just take it for granted every day. It's like, oh, the weather, you know? Definitely. But we don't even think about how it could be. Yeah, no, definitely, man. So uh, RC from RC's Garage is is, uh, helping us out here at the shop, which is awesome, man. He's he's actually done a lot from the little time that he's been here. Right. Yeah, dude. So um, let's go over what we've we've done to the shop lately. Well, so first, before we even started with the shop, you guys started on the Heavy in the Streets Civic. That's right. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, He he got here and he's like, he likes to build cars. That's his That's his That's his jam. So he was like, I want to get work on this car like ASAP um so we got like we swapped over all the parts and everything we had like a bunch of stuff we were just combining i helped him a cup a little bit like yeah swap over bolts and valve covers and this and that um and then he ended up getting the engine in the car so now it's like almost ready to go it's like you can see it coming together yeah which is super cool because i haven't even seen that car together since i've been working here really uh, i don't think so Shit. oh actually we drove it we didn't drive it anywhere but it was in the trailer for a long time or whatever mm-hmm. um but i've never seen it like driven anywhere yeah and then um yeah so now it just needs like i think you said it needs like the radiator and like the cool the the fuel or something yeah and a couple little things and that's it yeah so um with that car like um a few guys been following we actually got a new pink color because before we had like a like a baby pink kind of like like a like a pastel pink. yeah 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 so we had uh we had that color and it was cool but that's all we had available yeah um but then we ended up getting like a hot pink and that hot pink just it brought like, that car to life again, yeah, dude. It yeah. looks so good. It looks like how it should have looked. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So we actually switched over every the, the analyzing uh, to the new pink. And then we actually put uh, a new motor in there as yeah, well. Yeah. So it's a whole new motor trans set up. Um, there's going to be little subtle changes here and there to it. But 
I don't even know what we're really going to do with it. Yeah. I'm not sure about like the the end result, what it's going to look like, yeah. what wheels, what stands, what what we're really going to do with it, you know? So um, that's pretty exciting because, I mean, you know, we really don't have any time to work on cars here yeah, right. before RC was here. Yeah. So it kind of feels like we're getting back into the, the fun of things. Yeah, like back to normal almost because yeah. I think we talked about it probably last time, but right when COVID started, it got super busy here. Yeah. Um, so for a long, like the last couple months, we haven't even had a time to do anything, you know? Yeah, no, definitely, man. And we've just been running into so many issues such as, you know, like uh, parts taking longer to come in, Yeah. you know, just... Uh, being bombarded with double the orders each month yeah with the same staff it's just you and i yeah you know, and and you're still doing school and things like that but um it looks like we've uh we've did a pretty good job at it yeah man. i think we did better than we could have done <laughs> like considering because it's like it was like black friday but all month and usually black friday we like all right let's plan out black friday for a month before black yeah. friday yeah, but. so when COVID actually did hit, it really didn't register to me that this was going to be a big sale for us. Yeah. And, um, you know, I kind of thought of it a little bit when people were going to get their tax money because it was around the same time. Yeah. But then I'm thinking like, well, if people get their tax money, this is a weird time right now. They're probably just going to be saving it. That's what I would have. That's what I would. That's what I've been doing. That's yeah. what I would do. Yeah, me too. But then, uh, you know. Uh, realistically our demographic is is not the most responsible of people and that's kind of the reason why i love being like a honda enthusiast because yeah. i remember those days yeah nothing really mattered to me you know i don't worry about like a house or yeah. you know bills or anything like that you're talking a cell phone gas insurance and that's it yeah you know because if you live at home which most uh most younger enthusiasts do yeah all your money is just gonna go to your car and yep. then you start getting 600 bucks more right. a check. Fuck, I know I was saying, you should have put me on unemployment. I was making <laughs> less here. I was like, come on, man. But it's about to pop soon, bro. Yeah. The I bubble's was, about to pop. I was saying it's a, it was a Band-Aid. In my opinion, it was a Band-Aid for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, they, you can't just give everybody a bajillion dollars and they just think it's all going to go away. But Yeah. And you know what this is going to teach people as well is that you always wish that you had so much amount of money. Yeah. But even if you had that amount of money, if you don't have the mentality to be able to to like navigate through that, yeah. Dude, you're gonna fucking blow it. Yeah. And I'm sure that a lot of people listening right now, they're probably looking at themselves like, fuck, I just blew everything. Yeah. Well, I saw a thing that somebody was saying, like, oh, everyone's complaining that the X dollars from the government's gonna run out soon. And they they totaled that and like if you saved like even a quarter of it for However long it was going on, you could have like a thousand, ten thousand, whatever it was, dollars right now. Uh, but just people don't think about it in the beginning. Yeah. How the long run is going to play out. But yeah. There's one point when you're saving money. I remember when we, I used to just have money from working at Best Buy and yeah. then just hustling. Yeah. I would always have maybe like 3000 in the bank. And that was like, you know, this is my savings. Yeah. Once you cross over into like the 10,000 area, your mentality changes and yeah. you're like, I don't want to spend money exactly like, because I don't want to see my account yeah. go down. Which sucks because it's like there's stuff I want, but I'm like, well, see if I spend 500 bucks now, then I want to have $10,000 and yeah. it'll be back to nine. I'm like, I don't want it to be at nine. Exactly. Nine's for the bitches. Yeah, dude, I, I even do that in like video games. I'll be like, well, I have like 10,000 credits from in Star Wars or whatever. And it's like, 
well, I don't want to spend these credits, even though you're not going to, it's like, it's virtual money. You're not even doing anything. Like yeah. That. I'm like, why well, don't want to have not money? Like, I mean, even in video games, I'll play with uh, Christian, his Grand Theft Auto. And yeah. And he's like, oh, you go ahead and just crash it. I already have 120 million yeah. anyways. You're like, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, wait, you're just, if you're going to spend money like this, yeah. crashing Bugattis every game, <laughs> dude, you're not going to have 120 million. <laughs> but it's just, um, yeah, man, a lot of people, no matter how old you are, they're not really good at saving money yeah. or with spending money as well, you know, and that's one of the reasons why um, I didn't want to do a sale Yeah, because I thought that it was inappropriate. Yeah, well, that's, um, I remember like TJ Hunt, right, when it started, they were going to do a drop, um, must, maybe like the week it all happened, like COVID went down, you know? Yeah. And he's like, you know, I don't really feel comfortable, like, or like it's appropriate to do a drop right now because like everyone's... One before that, everyone knew they were gonna like spend or save or whatever. You know, he's like, I don't really think it's appropriate to do a drop when there's so much like uncertainty. Yeah, definitely, man. You know, um, sometimes my conscious comes into play and it really outweighs uh, the finances. Yeah. And um, another thing was not only the sale, yeah, but like mask as well. Yeah. You know, I'm a very I like to see the facts of things. Yeah. And I like to dig into it. And I just don't like to take like a clickbait article here and there. I'd rather have the most from, you know, the opposition and then the the person giving the information and take it all in and then be able to come out with with my own conclusion. Yeah. You know, and um, I understand, okay, you wear this mask and it's going to help prevent, you know, you inhaling or exhaling the the COVID, right? Yeah. These masks that people are selling are not designed to do that. No. They're not at all. And it even says it on some of the packaging. But it's it's like this this uh, security, this false sense of security yeah. that it gives people. And I just felt like that was wrong for me to do. First of all, I think the mask look dumb, you know, yeah. and, it, and it's just like this is just my point of view. I don't yeah. want anybody yeah, yeah. else to feel this sort of way. It's just the way that my things, but I, I don't like how it looks personally. Yeah. I think it's kind of like on the cornier side. Yeah. Granted, you have to wear it to go into grocery stores or whatever. Okay. That's cool. Whatever. You, you got to wear it. But like for people just to see this as an opportunity to make money. I've had a lot of people contact me and uh, people that can get masks and say, hey, let's, let's get you some masks done for your business or whatever. I'm like, Nah, bro, because it's not really about that. It's not about yeah. money, you yeah. know? And yeah. That, that's kind of how I felt about it. And, and no disrespect to anybody that's selling masks or anything like that. It's just maybe they don't think about it the same way that I do because maybe they haven't taken the time to do research in yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't take that time, it's a natural progression in business. It makes sense. Okay, uh, masks are needed, so let me sell some masks yeah and you know if our supporters are gonna wear masks i mean at least they can wear our brand and it's a win-win but you know i i look at a little deeper than that and maybe that's dumb of me and i'm losing money but at the end of the day i feel i would feel a certain way yeah one if you don't make what am i trying to say if you if you feel like that and then you end up making masks anyway then what 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 values do you still have at that exactly. point? You know what I mean? Like if you're just going to sell out for money, 
then why even do anything at all? You know what I mean? An important part of buying Honda parts online is making sure that you can trust the company that you're dealing with to get you the right parts reliably. You're spending a lot of money and you spent a lot of time researching your build. The last thing that you may want to do is send cash to a website where you may never see it again and worse yet, never see parts. With Heel Toe Automotive, an 18 year history track record is part of the deal. Heeltoe brings you deep industry connects, professional parts recommendations, alternative ideas when your parts aren't available, and will even contact you if something on your order looks out of ordinary before it ships. Heeltoe's unique checkout allows you to select a deadline to receive your parts to make sure you get them in the time for your project plans. You can buy parts online anywhere, but Heeltoe knows what truly matters to an enthusiast. Professionalism, swiftness, and accuracy. Heeltoe is in your corner. Visit HeeltoeAuto.com or you can call or text at 949-295-1668. And make sure you check them out on Instagram at Heeltoe Automotive. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, exactly. And that's kind of how I felt, you know, and it's not how anybody else would perceive the brand it's not how anybody else thought it's really just my values and i'm a very outspoken person and i say how i feel about certain situations because i've done the research or whatever on it but if i were to do that and then on the other end selling the mask as well people yeah. are gonna be like dude what are you even doing you're just doing that for a money grab yeah yeah you know and this is one of those weird points that you get to in life where you where you think like, you know, money isn't as important as it is, as it was when I was younger. Yeah. You know, my morals and my values are way more than that because that's going to take me further than any money that I would ever make from selling mask or, you know, a hand sanitizer or whatever it yeah. is, you know, granted I use all of that stuff, but it's not because I want to, yeah. it's not because it's a hobby of mine or it's fun or it's a fashion statement or whatever it is. Not mine is hand sanitizer. Like it'll probably be pretty dope to have a little down star right. one. But. I actually, I saw somebody the other day who, you know, those like vape juice cartridge things that somebody made hand sanitizer in one of those. And I'm like, that's just so, that's like so weird. I was like, why don't you just put it in a normal one? Like, yeah. Let me put some vape juice on my hands real quick. Like, yeah, dude. Plus you're, you're really normalizing it. And I think this is a very, very dangerous thing is for us to just adopt anything that the governor or the mayor or whatever says. And oh, okay, let's do this because yeah, yeah it might be a mask now, you know, okay. It might be gloves what if we we're forced to wear gloves dude yeah, right that's a totally different thing because i fucking hate gloves yeah it's kind of weird that's like yeah that's weird so who knows man but um i don't even know how we got on that yeah but, right uh, yeah <laughs> big shout out to rc man love rc he uh he's he's a great addition to the team yeah he's killing it yeah and um we didn't even get to, into the rest of the stuff that we yeah did. right we started with the car and then it's all over the place yeah, all over right, the place right so yeah get into yeah, it yeah yeah so he we did the car the first, like right when he got here after we got that kind of situated um we started just re i don't even know how we started doing it but we we're like oh let's like reorganize some of the stuff in the shop yeah. just some of like where our containers are where the product is this and that um and so like we started with like a little thing and then it turns into like well what if this shelf was over here and then it's like we could probably do that pretty easily so then Frank comes in one morning and RC and I have the whole shop taken apart. All these shelves are all over the place. We're like, what's up? 
just, uh, <laughs> dude, I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> we're, we're just like, we got the orders, then we got it. Like, come on. Then, then I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, as, right? long, as long as you got what we need to take care of, go ahead, do whatever the fuck. So then it turns into, all right, let's move all these shelves over here, all these over here, put the table over there. And so then all the we moved around the whole, all the stuff, we reorganized kind of where the bolts were because um, like we, we, you and I reorganized like, let's say a year ago, two years yeah. ago. But then since then we get new product and you just kind of put it on the, the outside, which ends up like coming closer to you, you know what I mean? And yeah. it's not really, and then, so when RC came in, he's like, well, why are these bolts here and not over there with the other bolts? It's like, well, they were, we didn't have these when we put those other bolts together. Yeah. So that's why they're not together. So we just kind of did almost what's, what's logical and put all the bolts together, all the washers together, all the new stuff that we've just been finding little places for all over, put them trying like a logical spot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, it ended up working out, dude. Yeah. You know, we got rid of so much stuff down here. We yeah. were able to flex it upstairs and um, we have a lot more open space now. Yeah. Which it's is just awesome. a big empty room now. And it's like, it's crazy that we didn't actually get rid of anything. Yeah. It's just all like, mo- like cleaned up almost. Yeah. Um, I mean, and that leans over to us being this slammed for whatever the last six yeah, months. Yeah. You know, we haven't had a chance to just sit down and do things. Yeah. And really, like right now, I'm feeling probably the most peace that I felt in such oh, a yeah. long time, yeah. dude. Because um, we ended up painting the shop. Well, and- yeah. So then after we reorganized it, we're like, you, because we went to um, Kilogram's shop. To yeah. Get the, the, what is it? The downpipes on the M8? Yeah. 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 Secret Studios in, uh, in Van Nuys. Yeah. So we went there and we, he was showing us around his shop and he had all the walls in his garage painted black and the, like in his office kind of, some of the walls were black and stuff. And we're like, this looks really sick. Yeah. So we came back to our shop and we're like, you know, we should paint all these walls black. Yeah. And so then when we reorganized and we're like, well, let's just leave this stuff off the wall and just paint it real quick while we're moving it all around anyway. So then I was gone last Friday, but you guys started doing the wall last Friday. Yeah. And then shit, this is a... It's Friday today. It's Friday today. And yeah. it's already um it's we already painted the whole shop. RC yeah. painted it all this last week. Yeah, RC actually did uh we're saying we, but uh, Well, I, I painted But you did a little. I painted <laughs> one one coat of one wall out of the five walls that were done, so He was saying that your hands were cramping up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Bro, I've been doing it for 4 days." And RC's just laying on the floor. If you guys don't know RC, he's probably like six, seven, four hundred 400 pounds. He's a big <laughs> ass fucking dude, and he's just laying on the floor trying to paint i yeah, felt he's so like, bad he's a little brush <laughs> underneath the the counter but he killed it man it looks so yeah, it looks good, really good dude. yeah and then so we had the um the containers which all the washers and everything were in they were blue yeah so like, I, yeah just little like plastic drawers for, like yeah. from home depot or whatever yeah so i said fuck it let's just paint these black and see how they look i did one and it looked good so now all the containers are black and then the the actual uh the drawers are clear yeah and then our racks are black, and then the the stacking containers where we have all the bolts and such are uh, are clear as well. So it's like a really dope theme yeah. that we have going on. Yeah, and RC was saying the other day too that um, now that like the washers in the clear containers pop out more yeah. against the black instead of against blue. Oh, that's yeah. right. And they kind of like m- like blend into the wall more too, so it's not like as much of like a clash when you're looking at it. Kind of yeah. just kind of flows right together with the wall. Yeah, it's one of those things like when we redid the front room right yeah. here. You really don't know it how good this is gonna look or how shitty it looked before. Yeah, yeah. And then you get the new one, and you're like, 
whoa like what were we doing <laughs> yeah dude because we had so much stuff in the front showroom and yeah. like no one comes in here and is like oh, give me one of those one of those one of those they yeah. just come in and like give us a list or whatever yeah so we didn't even need all that shit on there and it was just it was just it was just hectic yeah you know i want everything just to be streamlined there's there's i just posted a picture it's like cleanliness is next to godliness yeah. dude. you know i want everything just to be clean have a place for it the scissors, the stapler, everything I wanted to have a place for it. Yeah. You know, just so when when the times do get more hectic that we're not just like we've been. Yeah. Where's that? We had it here. I don't know where we, oh, we, we sold out of them already. Fuck, you know, trying to figure things out. So it was really good that RC came in with an outside eye and just pointed some things out. Yeah, definitely. Which made a lot of sense, but um, yeah, man. So uh, so we're cooking on the shop. Shop's looking pretty awesome. Yeah, now it just smells like paint all the time, and you're <laughs> yeah. like, all right, well, I can't breathe, but it's all right. It's like it's cool. <laughs> just put your fucking mask on. Yeah, right. New downstar mask on the way. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm really thinking about doing the uh, the ceiling as well. Yeah, well, it's like at this point we may as well. We've already yeah. done most of the stuff. Yeah. So. so um, I'm really leaning more towards just all blacked out but the first thing i want to do is just do like kilogram as well we're jocking his whole style and uh we told him he was so <laughs> shout out to kilogram but um is the the black tape guys if you're listening it's the it's called drop ceiling that's what it's called so it's like that kind of grid where the uh the little uh the tiles like the tiles sit yeah on they the... sit on top of the grid yeah so I was trying to look it up yesterday, but I couldn't find it. Uh, maybe it was my state of mind that I was in, but I, <laughs> I couldn't find it. But it's the tape that will go across the grid like yeah. kilograms. So I was thinking maybe we can do that first and see what it looks see like. See what it looks like. Yeah, because I mean, even if the tiles were like just a bright white against that black grid against the walls, yeah, that might look good too. Yeah, then they would pop. Yeah, but then I'm just thinking like everything black would look <laughs> fucking sick. Like even take out the carpet, dude. Yeah. And then just like do the sealant, like fucking black. Yeah. And then just do the sealant on that. That would look fucking cool. That dude. would be sick. We got a lot of stuff going on here, man. Um, we also have a new product that we're about to release. You're right, we do. That uh, the Colts known about for what at least a month and a half. It's been yeah, it's been like at least a month now. Yeah, we haven't even posted anything on. Hey, so what's uh, the num- on what's social? the number for the Colt if they haven't joined the Colt already? Texas right now, guys. If you're watching on YouTube, it's right here. Um, but if you're just listening, Texas, guys, 818-403-3473. And it's uh it's free. We don't ask for any data or anything crazy like that. It's me texting you, and um you would have known about things like this, what we're gonna talk about. So uh yeah, take it away, bro. Let them yeah. know. So well, I don't I don't even know most of the stuff about it, but you talk <laughs> you start talking with some people and they got you in touch with the right people who are able to help you design the uh, LCAs. So we are coming out with Downstar LCAs. We actually have the first batch in stock right now, which is for EG, uh, DCEFDA. Yeah. And uh, I've shown you. Alex doesn't really know that much about Hondas or you know parts and things like that. I know enough. Uh, he yeah. knows enough to get by, <laughs> but. Um, I was showing you online the comparison from different brands, different prices. Yeah, when I I was I got LCAs for my Civic when I was doing that. That's right. Yeah. Um, but I like I said I was like a sixteen and I was just like, oh, this one looks cool. So I didn't do a ton like all the research I would have done now. Yeah. But yeah, they um, they're gonna be sick, man. 
You know, there's only uh, a few brands out there that are comparable in, uh, you know, the technology that the same ones that we're going to be offering. Yeah. And, um, you know, just in downstar fashion, the, the, the Even style. Of yeah. It. The design is so it's so different from everyone else's, which is and for the most part, all the other ones are kind of the same, same shape. Same, yeah. Same like lines on them and that kind of thing yeah you could tell much thought really did and no disrespect to anybody you know um when i come into the business i'm thinking about things in a more creative way yeah this is more of an artistic piece to me but if you're kind of the business that just okay well i want to put my name on this this company has triangles so let me do circles okay cool that's it you know there's nothing wrong with that because if it works that's that's what you offer for your brand yeah but when we were coming into it, there were things that I personally didn't like about other brands' LCAs and, um, you know, the style of it or whatever. And I wanted to come out with something uh, a lot different. So um, we ended up cooking up something dope, man. And it's yeah. probably been in the works for, what, at least like six months. Yeah. At yeah. least since like, yeah, January. Maybe. Yeah, it's been a while, dude. But we're, we finally got the first batch in. Um, some of that's going to the cult, guys. See, if you guys were in the cult, you would already had right. them ready to right. go. Uh, and actually, at RC, he just took the first set oh, to snap. one of his guys back in AZ. Oh, snap. So um, I believe it's uh, Kenny Rump. Shout out to Kenny, man. Sick. What's up, he, Kenny? He actually got the first ever set of LCAs. I don't Sick. even have them on my car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I'm super excited for that. That's going to be a really, really yeah, they cool are, thing. Yeah, they are super cool. Thank you, man. You know what? If you guys are watching YouTube say, right now. Yeah, we got to give right the here. give the YouTube viewer something to, to a reason to look at YouTube. Boom. There so you right go. Here, look at that beauty. And uh, this one was just the uh, the sample, so it doesn't have the provision for the uh, the spherical bearing. I don't know if they could hear me. We can hear you a little bit. A little bit. So that one you said doesn't have the provision for the spherical bearing. Yeah, that was just the sample one right there. But all of the LCAs that we offer are going to have the uh, spherical bearing on the uh, trailing arm side, which is the only place that you really need it. Yeah, the other because, side is just have the bushings. Yeah, everything. everything else is just solid. The only thing that moves is the, uh, the, trailing, the, arm. the trailing arm yeah. side on it. So. We really didn't skimp out on that. The uh, the bearings themselves, they're they're very pricey. I've, I've used, I've just felt with them around. They're nice. Like. Yeah, and um, you know, after having Kingpin Machining on the podcast, which he he does a lot of like spherical stuff. Yeah. Um, he was breaking down. You know, mo the majority of of companies out, they'll use you know like a dollar twenty five uh, bearing. You know, yeah. like a Chinese bearing, which yeah. it's gonna work. It's gonna do what it needs because people in this market are already used to like you know the bushings falling apart and things like yeah. that but our cost on these these bearings are like 18 bucks oh my god yeah dude <laughs> so you know the way that i think about things is i say okay what can we get for this whole product what's the profit gonna be in and how many can we sell if we sell it at this price versus this price you know and yeah it's going to be a high quality part and it's going to be able to sell at the higher price but if we just bring it down a little bit the volume is going to be high yeah. because we're going to be able to sell more because at that price it's going to be way better than any of the other competition yeah you know and it's not a competition i'm just saying you have to be comparable if you're going to be able to pay Definitely. that much there's different price breaks in it you're talking like 140 to like 
280. Yeah, that yeah. That's that's the spectrum of like LCAs. And 140, you know what you're getting. You're getting bushings that are just gonna fall apart. And 280, you know what you're getting. You're getting a spherical, you're getting energy suspension bushings, you're getting the top of the line stuff. Some thought actually went into this. So that's the way that we're gonna attack it, is we're gonna come in, you know, sort of in the middle of things, but we're gonna have energy suspension bushings, which is not it's like a name brand. You know, it's yeah. not just like a, a, a Chinese bushing yeah. that somebody put together. This is a real brand that that's their only focus is bushing. Yeah. So energy suspension bushings, the spherical bearing, which is like a uh, really high quality and a dope ass product, man. It's yeah. going to look awesome. So super excited for that. We're still working on designing the uh, the box for it and how it's going to lay out and stuff. But um. Yeah, man, I could see this turning into like the number one LCA product on the market. Yeah. And if that happens, dude, that could be a whole new business for us. Yeah, you know? a, new, a new venture. Yeah, man. So uh, super excited for that. And um, we got something else on the board as well. We, uh, we had Nick Jackson come over the other day. Nick Jackson, you know? the man? The man, dude. Shout out to Nick Jackson. Make sure you guys follow him on Instagram, Nick Jackson Photography. He came by the other day and was taking pro some pictures of our uh, new product. Yeah, yeah. So we're doing, uh, we already have titanium uh, fender flare hardware, but we're, we're stocking up, getting our whole line ready of titanium washers. So like any kit, we're trying to do any kit you can get now with regular beauty washers, you can get with titanium washers. That's the plan. Yeah. Um, so we have, right now we have all our bolt sizes in titanium. Uh, we're just waiting on a couple, maybe a couple sizes, and we're figuring out how to like put them on the website and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so we're doing the, log the logistics of it right now, but that's the plan is to get all the titanium stuff rocking ASAP. Yeah. Um, Dude, that, that shit's looking good, huh? Yeah. It's it's a cool it's a cool product. Yeah. You know, titanium has been the craze lately. Um, I think more people want it for the uh, the the fashion of it than yeah. really the um what it does you know the lightness of it or whatever because if you guys just think about it you know um however bolt however many bolts it takes yeah the for your car the weight you're saving with the bolts wouldn't be it's notable. not worth it for the price yeah you'll probably save maybe 50 pounds or so or you know maybe even less yeah than that maybe not even 50 pounds but you're gonna be spending um you know hundreds of more pounds in a great britain i don't even yeah, know how right. much i don't even know how much a pound is but it's gonna be a lot of pounds if you're going with full titanium so we decided that it would probably make the most sense for our demographic that wants that style to be able to just do the the washer in yeah, titanium so it'll still be like you can still choose what stainless gold zinc or blue zinc yeah bolts, um but don't with the, the titanium washer yeah um, which i think looks honestly in my opinion way better than doing a titanium bolt with the titanium washer yeah because then with the with the, the two different metals you have an offset color so exactly. you can the washers end up popping a lot more and you get that really cool burn titanium look yeah which is awesome man and with the uh the gold zinc and the burnt titanium that's like the ultimate combo yeah. right there yeah dude. it looks super cool yeah it looks so great man so we're about to drop that but just like you said logistically speaking dude it, it's really difficult because we have so many different kits yeah and uh we have to figure out the price difference to add to it and um you know the reason i started my own business is so i don't have to do like math and work and things like that so 
I'm kind of putting it off a little bit. That's something that I need to do. Hopefully next week we'll have that up. We actually uh, were waiting for pictures and stuff to come back from Nick because uh, Nick took pictures of of the trans. We did like a sample trans and shit. Yeah, which looks really cool. Yeah, it came out nice, man. So um, the the right hand is going to look. Oh, you're pro- okay. It's going to have all that doing stuff Doing the titanium it, and everything oh, on it? yeah, Sick. dude. I'm excited. I Sick. think we're going to do gold zinc. The same way that we're kind of doing the heavy in the streets. Yeah. With the gold zinc. Um, but instead of the pink beauty washers, we're going to do the titanium. Sick. Oh, my God, dude. I could just picture yeah, that. Yeah, that's going to look awesome. I'm ready to get the heavy of the streets car out of the garage so we can put the right hand in. I know. Man. It's like it's, re- it's ready to go. It's like it wants to get out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, th- these episodes that we do with you, I love to do these because we get to actually catch up on what's going on here yeah. at the shop. And uh, I appreciate everybody listening to, to, to these episodes because it shows what we're doing because there's a lot of things that we just don't put on social media yeah you know yeah because i'm here what like every day no <laughs> nobody nobody sees me they're like oh frank how's it going well i'm the one who's actually packing all your bolts so. yeah alex is the one that does all the hard work man i just make it look like i'm working hard <laughs> but uh yeah we have a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes and um I'll just tell you guys for right now. For the right-hand drive, we're going a whole new motor. Oh, you're you're doing it? You're saying it right now? Should I or not? No. Okay. guys, we got to keep something secret. All right, guys. We already already spilled too many beans with the the LCA. (laughs) Yeah, there you are. Like, all right. Alex is the man, guys. So (laughs) just know that the right-hand drive is going to come back fucking sick yeah we have it here it's just waiting yeah so um, So, yeah that's that's the other reason rc wanted to get rocking on the heavy in the streets so we can start doing what not that the heavy in the streets isn't cool but what we really want to get working on is the the right hand yeah you know the the thing about the heavy in the streets eg it's really bothered me since i first got the car when i first got the car i was under the impression that the car was fully sprayed in and out great paint job yeah that was my idea of it the person that i bought it from i trusted their point of view because you know they've been in the community forever the yeah car was in magazines and shit but you know as it goes you should never buy a car at nighttime bought the car the car came home like i check out the car the next day and the paint's not what i wanted it to yeah. be yeah so that was my whole reasoning in buying that shell so i don't have to worry about paint i don't have to worry about any of that stuff the car's just ready it's a blank canvas but it wasn't so that's why the car sat for so long that's the reason why we did like the graffiti and stuff to cover up the imperfections and it was just it wasn't what i wanted so now if i'm gonna buy another car i'm just gonna go find you know something cheap something with a straight body and just strip it all the way down but i really would have loved the heavy in the streets eg to be another like straight up show car yeah well i mean it still could be like yeah but just not not to my quality yeah what i would want it to be well i mean it could be but it would cost probably more than it would to just start on a new one if that makes sense yeah definitely but like yeah stripping it like repainting it nice and all that instead of just starting from one that was already like the what you wanted yeah so it's gonna uh, it's gonna look cool either way yeah you know one like from my point of view i've never i never i don't look i look at it super close every day because i walk by it every day um and you can see a couple spots where it's like this or that you know yeah but i think unless you're driving it every day like really getting under it and looking at it all the time um like you probably would yeah way back when you built it the first time then you're like, all right, this isn't what I really want. Yeah, you know how it is, dude. Like yeah. with your own car, you notice all the imperfections yeah. of it. So when you get to such a point, that's what I've worked up to in my my career of building cars yeah. is like every car is better 
than the yeah, last and you, and you finally version. had the opportunity to get this perfect car you're like sick this is what i want to build yeah and then you get it, it's not exactly what you want and you're like, yeah so i'm well, like dude this kind of ruins my whole entire plan yeah. for all of this stuff yeah but it's all good man it worked out perfectly and that car really made a statement in yeah. the community yeah well and yeah it's either way it's still a super cool car yeah yeah i love it it's dude. awesome just the colors and shit like that and you know since cleaning the shop and uh, actually cleaning uh the back area where the car is as well yeah we uh we noticed that we have a lot of extra parts yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of sick we could uh we could put this on ah that doesn't look good let's put that in mix and match yeah it's pretty cool yeah so that's gonna be um that's gonna be a cool little project it's kind of been nice to have a chill year yeah you know because usually every year i'm always flying around going to shows probably at least like i'd say five to ten times yeah throughout the year easily yeah but this year all that we've done is auto salon yeah back in january huh? yeah and that's it dude which brings me to my next topic what are we going to do about the anniversary, bro? That's what I was thinking the other day. Because we should start on something now if we're going to plan it out. Because I'm saying we can't really have like a just a straight up car show. Or I mean, we could we? Mm. Not really. I mean, we're here in California and it's still pretty... Like the whole COVID thing is still pretty prevalent here. I don't know about... I think it wasn't H-Day in... New yeah, Hampshire. H-Day was in New Hampshire and it fucking looked lit. Yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't know how good of an idea it would be yeah so just do have like a straight like car meet like we usually do um we usually do the cruise i think something like a cruise would be pretty cool yeah um maybe even if we just did the cruise part of it instead of the cruise and the the show part of it yeah um but i think it'd be cool to i want to do something you know yeah dude i we need to incorporate eating into this situation so what i was kind of thinking is we could have a central hub where everybody meets at maybe even by the skate park you know the big parking lot right there yeah we could all meet right there or shit even at the shop yeah if we're all just gonna meet and then dip i'll just meet up right here yeah because every year there's at least 50 people that want to go cruise every single year yeah so if we can provide like uh, a time and then a location and at this location we're gonna have food or something like that yeah you know it would be dope even if we like sponsored the taco sh- truck or something like yeah. that yeah you know talk to the taco truck and say hey however many give us enough for like a hundred plates how much would it be everybody comes and just grubs and just has a good time yeah but i i don't think it's very responsible if we do like we've been doing for the past yeah. few years yeah like having a meet and everything it'd be kind of like ah but especially since just life in general in California is so uncertain, bro. Yeah. Dude, the whole the whole California is on fire right now. Yeah, right? Isn't that crazy? Right. I know I came home from work yesterday mm-hmm. and it was clear. And then I went to the car meet yesterday evening. It's like ten like ten seconds down the road and it's like super smoky. And I'm like, what happened to the two hours I wasn't here? Yeah. Like So yeah. the the wind must have shifted or something. Yeah. The same thing when I left the shop yesterday, bro. It was smoky. Yeah, because there's fires up in NorCal right now. I think there's a couple in LA area mm-hmm. also. Um, yeah, it's everywhere right now. Dude, what the fuck is going on? How is this happening three or four years in a row? Dude, I'm telling you, it's global warming. That's that's what it is. You think so? Yeah, because what else? Like, think about it. There are all the 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 global temperatures going up, and there's less less water because it's hotter mm-hmm. and it dry like evaporates quicker. Less water means all the drier like, everything's drier. And then the fires just can can spread more easily. Yeah. And that's it. I was uh, leaning more towards uh, lasers. Yeah. They're, they're lasering the and starting are, fires. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's just where my brain goes right? but yeah it really just seems like every part of california is just eating a piece of the shit sandwich yeah like we had it what was it i don't even remember like, the year I think it was like 18 2018 um, i think it fire. was yeah the thomas fire i think it was 18 if i'm not mistaken yeah, i think you're right but that shit was rough that was close to you yeah right? that was really close yeah it came down down a couple houses on our street got burned down from that didn't they even see your house on the news yeah yeah i was telling you the other day we were all just we went out to breakfast because we were staying at our, our friend's house in oxnard um because we got evacuated yeah and we're sitting at breakfast and i get a call and they're like my buddy's like yo your house is on tv right now <laughs> and i'm like what and they're like yeah check it out so we turn on the tv and um there was like a house two houses up from us burning down and our house just chilling there in the corner and we're like wait what that close <laughs> yeah dude Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, like across the bro. street and like two houses up. We're like, oh my God. Downtime with Downstar would like to welcome our newest sponsor, Rywire Motorsport Electronics. Rywire has been around since 2005, supplying you with solutions for all of your motorsport electronics needs. Whether you need a simple ECU adapter, engine harness, chassis harness, or PDM setup, they can get you taken care of. Offering products for most popular engine platforms from Honda, Toyota, Nissan, GM, hey, even Lamborghini. And if you have any private label needs, they can also take care of that as well. Rywire is the leader in motorsport electronics in our community, and we're excited to have them part of the Downtime with Downstar star family please please make sure you guys support rywire you guys could check them out at rywire.com or on instagram at rywire underscore motorsport underscore electronics i know it's long guys if you just search rywire it will pop up and if you're searching make sure you search them on youtube and you can check out their youtube channel where they are working on their new ev s2000 build we're super excited for that and we're super excited for rywire to be part of the downtime with downstar family so please guys make sure you go show rywire some love and tell them that downtime with downstar sent you once again that's rywire.com so i know a lot of you guys are questioning what is this whole cult thing that's going on well we at downstar are starting our own cult what is it are you gonna have to drink punch are we gonna sleep with your wives no none of that yet but what it is is a direct number to us meaning me Frank Downstar, I'm the one that's answering the text. So please, right now, text us. 818-403-3473. You're just going to have to follow a couple simple steps, get added to your contacts, and uh, text us. You know, Let us know what you're thinking of the episode so far, if you guys have any questions, anything like that. Anything, even want to talk about life, man. Just shoot us a text. We're here to help you guys out, and we're here to have some fun, man. And uh, that's what the cult's about. So come join the cult. 818-403-3473 no charges i'm not gonna be selling your info no bullshit like that guys just straight up fun so make sure you guys shoot us a text right now 818-403-3473 and uh enjoy the rest of the episode have a good day damn dude that was um that was around when um i was talking to nearsis and I seen him post something on um, on his social media, and he showed like a house fucking burned down. Yeah, it's like oh shit! I hit him up. I was like, hey bro, you need any help? Because I seen that they had a crew working, so yeah. I went over there and I helped him out. And good thing that it it was the neighbor's house and his sister's house was next door, and nothing was done to it. Yeah, but there was still it was still smoldering, and there was a chance that Amber could blow over yeah. into their house. So yeah. we were like, you know. Uh, turning off the fires, had buckets of water. So I went over there and helped him. 
when we finished that house right there i just went walking down the street bro it was intense yeah dude i was in people's like living rooms yeah i could see cd cases just melted dude. yeah the only thing that's left is like toolboxes and and the uh the uh the chimney and, yeah and then it's so weird. There was this one house that I went to. I went in their backyard, and in their backyard, they had like a gazebo kind of thing, and the furniture didn't get damaged. So I literally just sat right there. They had a pool, and then the house was burnt down. Yeah. And you just hear beep, beep, <laughs> the fire detector, dude, <laughs> but the house is fucking gone. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there like tripping out. Yeah. Bro. So it was so weird. It was like super surreal. Yeah, man. So, uh, uh, shout out to everybody that, uh, is dealing with that shit right now. I yeah, wish we, you guys we there's the best, still people man. like um, my brother. Somebody he somebody he knows that he hangs out with. They're still like out of their house. They're still rebuilding it. Um, no way. I think I'm pretty sure from the Thomas fire. Yeah, they got the whole thing burned down and then just it's taken this long God. for them. They're like almost done with it, I think, but yeah. they're not back in yet. Yeah, crazy. Hopefully, they all got um, kicked down with in, insurance money. Yeah, right. You know. But uh, speaking of insurance, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like these are good transitions today, man. right? Awesome. <laughs> so what happened, bro? Yeah, yeah. So what? I was going to work. It was like two. No, I was on this. It was like a month ago. It was the seventeenth of last month. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to work, and I was going early because I was going to go down to a car show in L.A. that weekend or a car meet, whatever. Oh, that's um, right. That was that like H2O kind of thing. That yeah, they were yeah. Trying it was like L.A.'s version of H2O is what the guy's trying to start, which is pretty cool. It looks really cool. I was like, oh, I'll go to that this weekend. So I was going to work a little early on Friday. I was like, all right, cool. Um, and I don't know how much earlier it was, but there was like nobody on the roads. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool. So there's just an intersection, right? A few blocks down the road. Um, and it's it's kind of, it's not a blind intersection, but like it, there's buildings around, you know? So I'm going down the street and there's this dude with a cool car, like in the, the median, like he's going to turn left. I'm like, oh, it's a cool car. I'm looking at it. And he looks at me as I'm driving by. And then I look ahead and the light's green. I was like, oh, cool. Light's green. So I go and I'm like right at the crosswalk kind of. Mm-hmm. And I just see this car coming this way. And he's not like, he's going, he's moving, you know? Oh, shit. And my light's green. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. Um, And then just, I was like, and then so you, by the time I see him, he's already like almost in the intersection. Like he, I'm at the crosswalk and he's like a little bit past, like he's at the crosswalk as oh, I'm getting shit. to the crosswalk. Yeah. So I don't know if he, he must've started breaking. I don't know if he even started breaking because he, he probably couldn't have seen me super yeah. well because I couldn't see him super well in the beginning. Um, so I just slam on my brakes. There's, if you go to the intersection right now, there's like skid marks starting at the crosswalk and then they end in like the middle of the intersection. Oh shit. Uh, Cause I just straight, I went. And I just straight T-boned the side of his car. Yeah. And um, it was his passenger side. Uh-huh. And my just like the front of my car. So do the whole front end just got pushed in. It was all smushed on my car. And then his car, like the door, the two side doors, and then like kind of the, like the quarter panel and fender right, right in front gotcha. and behind got all like cr- pushed in. Um, and what so was I, his car? It was like a Nissan Sentra or something. Okay, like gotcha, a four gotcha, door gotcha, little gotcha. like sedan. Um. Uh, but yeah, dude, so it wrecked my car. I'm like, bro. So I, I, I you, you know, hit him and it moves us a little. Like I got pushed kind of a little to the side because like he was moving. The force he was of him moving, going, yeah. yeah. Um, so he kind of like, he can still drive his car. Mine's like, you can't, it turns off. Like you can't even, it doesn't even turn on. Um, so he kind of pulls over and then I get out of my car. Luckily I didn't get hurt. Mm-hmm. Like didn't break your neck or whatever. Like did nothing like super serious. Um, so I get out of my car 
And yeah, it's it's done. Like the the hood's all smushed like an A-frame kind of, and the whole front like core supports just like mm. smushed in. Yeah. Um. I'm like, bro, what the fuck? I'm like, what just happened right now? And then the dude who I just saw down the street, he run. He, I hear him. He runs up. He's like, bro, what just happened right now? <laughs> he's like, I was just looking at your car, and I watch you. With it. I watch you. With that guy just what? And I'm like, well, what? So the dude gets out of hit, who hit who I who I I technically hit him. Yeah. Um, he gets out of his car and he's like, you just ran the light. And I'm like, no, you, no, you ran the light. And the dude, there was the dude who just saw it. He's like, yeah, my, like Alex had a green light. What are you talking about? And he's like, oh, what? So I think he must've just not been paying attention yeah. or maybe he knew it was red and he was just trying to blame it on me. Yeah. Something. Um, so I call my mom and cause my car is now in like the middle of the intersection, all the coolness just all over the intersection. Like I can't, I can't even move it, you know? I call my mom. She's at the grocery store, and I'm like, "Hey, uh, that's like seven thirty, seven fifteen. I'm like, "Hey, uh, I just got in an accident. Like, my car's done." And she's like, "What?" Because I like I talked to her this morning. I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to San Diego in a second, you know." She's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Should I call the police or what?" She's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> um, so she's like, "Yeah, call the cops." So I'm like, "All right." So I call the police, and they were super nice. It was right. It was actually last month. It was right when the Black Lives Matter or everyone was kind of hating on the cops yeah. was going on. Yeah. Honestly, they were super nice, super friendly, super helpful. I was kind of impressed or like surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so they come to the intersection and the dude was still there. He didn't run away. Um, I think all the airbags on his side went off. Got you. None of mine went off, which is kind of weird. But yeah. like my seatbelt locked. So I don't know what's up. Um, but anyway... The cops came. They're like, oh, what happened? Ball. I'm like, oh, I was going to hit him, whatever. Um, they write up like a little police report. And luckily the kid who saw it happen stayed and like put his name on the police report as a witness. Hell yeah. Um, so he ended up being the person that was able to tell insurance like, oh, yeah, Alex had the green light and this guy ran the red. Because initially the guy's insurance wasn't going to pay for anything. Yeah. Um, but then once the guy gave his testimony, like, oh, okay, we'll pay for it. I was like, all right, yeah, duh. Yeah. Um, so then... They're like, the cops are like, okay, we'll call a tow truck for you. Cause my car, you like, you can't even move it. Like I said, um, so tow truck comes and they put it up on the, oh, well, the dude like here, like rips the front bumper off. Um, and it's all, it's all smushed. <laughs> in. And then he pulls the bumper off and the whole, the whole front's like smushed. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> um, and actually I, the first I got out, I'd say something to the guy and then I look back and I'm like, did my wheels get bent? Yeah. And that's the first. And then luckily they looked all right. And I was like. All right, that'd be pretty sick if they didn't get bent. <laughs> You're lucky. Yeah, and then there was like four people that day that text me like, "Yo, the wheels get bent." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good too, but thanks." Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> it was so funny. So then they tow. They're like, guy on the tow truck's like, "Well, where do you want us to tow it? We can either tow it to the 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 tow yard right here, or to your house, or something." And we're like, "Well, does it matter where it goes?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Not really. Like the insurance is gonna do whatever anyway." Um. So I was like, "All right, cool." So we ended up towing it to our house mm-hmm. and um, we pulled our car out of the garage. My dad came and picked me up. Um, and so we pulled our our, reg- our like normal car out of the garage and the tow truck guy was pretty sick. He like, it's on a flatbed tow truck. He backs into our driveway and like angles the the little flatbed like yeah. right up, like up, there's like a lip, like maybe an inch tall, like half an inch tall. He like lines it up to the lip and he's like, all right, let's roll the car up. He just rolls it into the garage just like, perfect i'm like i can't even back the car in normally that nice um uh, so then it just sits in our garage yeah and at first i'm like well, let me take all the parts off of it because like if the insurance takes it like i'm not gonna be able to do anything with it you know yeah. so i was hyped that it was at our house instead of at the yard where you're not yeah gonna get hell to yeah it at all 
Um, and then my mom's like, well, wait and see what insurance says in case I want to take pictures or whatever. Um, so then, so it's, this is like Friday morning still. So I'm like, well, nothing's open on, or like they're open on Friday, but like not really because it's Friday, you know? Yeah. So I call them like three times on Friday and the lady gets back to me at like 6 p.m. She's like, hey, she leaves me a message. Hey, well, I'm, uh, I got your message. I'm going out of town until Wednesday right now. So don't, you can't really call me back because I'm going out of the office like right now. And I'm like, why'd you even leave me a message? It's like 6 p.m. on Friday. Like, come on. Um, so meanwhile, I'm not going to, to the car meet in LA because my car is like destroyed. Yeah. And um, so I go to work, come home and I'm like, I'm like, all right, what am I going to do? I'm just sitting there in the garage. Like, what am I going to do with this? Because like, like, what are you supposed to do with your car now? You know? Just cry. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm like, oh my. And like the, bu- we have the bumper. It's all just destroyed. And like uh, the whole front, all the fenders got like bent, like bowed out and everything. And you're just like, oh, and there's all these like little like pieces of the headlights, like falling off it when it moved or whatever. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Um, so ends up like, as like the week, the next week, kind of, um, the dues insurance admits fall. So it took like a week for them to even like admit fall. And then another week to like get the rental situated and all this. Um, so they gave me a rental car, like while they were like going to te- see what's going on with my car. Yeah. Cause the way it works, like if they fix it then you get the rental car until they fix it. Yeah. Or if they total it, once they pay you, you have to give the rental car back. Um, so like, okay. So that weekend not the not like the saturday sunday it happened but like the next weekend by then i had talked to insurance like oh yeah um like we're gonna you're gonna take it to a, a body shop and they're gonna do an estimate on it like we don't send anybody personally which i thought was kind of weird i thought normally the insurance somebody mm-hmm. sends somebody out but like no just take it to a shop and um they'll do the the initial estimate and everything and so i called it was their insurance or somebody i was like does it matter if there's can i take the parts off and put the stock stuff back on and they, I, I think it was the insurance. But they're like, yeah, as long as there was a whole car there, yeah. we don't care what's on it. You got know? you. Um, so like I got off work the next Friday and I just got went home and jacked up the car and um, just went to town on it, dude. So I had all my aftermarket parts. I took everything off of it. Yeah. Um, luckily it, it hit. It only got smushed right up to like where the the, the cross member, yeah. um, where the radiator is, meets the strut tower kind of, mm-hmm. or like meets the fender. Mm-hmm. So the strut towers were cool. So I took the strut bar and the suspension out. Oh, I get what you mean, um, yeah. Because none of that got bent, from what I can tell. Like the radiator support. Yeah, the front yeah, yeah. Part. Got the, you. Core, the core, the core support, support. That's yes. what I meant. Yes. Um, so the core support got bent, and like the engine kind of. I thought it was straight, but it actually got pushed back a little mm. bit, um, just from like the the mm-hmm. impact or whatever. So I ended up. I jacked up the car, took off the wheels, took off the suspension. I I have every every part for that car. I took off. Oh, sick! Um, except for the the oil cooler, because that gotcha. got, that was like under the crash. It was like smushed anyway. Yeah. Um, but everything else I got out of it and it was funky cause I couldn't get the hood to move up and I didn't want to like take it off and like, why is there no hood on? Yeah. It, yeah. Know? Yeah. So I was like, it was like an a frame just enough for me to like get in there and like no. screw and everything. <laughs> so I have like my, like a light in there on the other side and like my, I'm like underneath the hood. Like it's like right here. I'm like, all right, let me try and get this out. Um, I had my catch can, which was attached to like the center of the motor right above behind the trans. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, hold on. I was all underneath it trying to get it out. I think you got long arms, bro. Right? <laughs> um, so like a couple, of, like I was saying the headers, I went to go take the headers off and they just come straight down on mm-hmm. on an FRS. Um, so I went to go pull them. I unbolted them, went to go pull them down and they wouldn't come out. I'm like, what the heck? I was like, mm-hmm. and you're un- I'm under the car. Like, oh, let me try and get it. Yeah. And it won't come out. I'm like, what the heck? 
So it turns out that's how I figured out the engine got pushed a little bit. Gotcha. Because uh, if the engine's straight, that means your frame rails are straight for the most part, and like it's it's an easy enough fix. Yeah, they um, just fix that core support. Yeah, because yeah. right because right one I forgot this, but right where the crash beam bolts to the frame, that the mounts for the crash beam got all twisted back. Oh, okay. So that's why so I was kind of like something up. If, uh, that messed up the frame in the, yeah. in the front right yeah, there. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. reason I was kind of like I don't know if they're just gonna fix it. Yeah. Because if they were if it was a hundred percent like oh I just need the new bumper, then I would just left all the parts on and had them fix it. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't sure if they were gonna total learn or not because the the frame was bent right there. And then once I saw that the engine was moved a little bit, I was like, "Oh, yeah, they're probably not gonna, yeah, not gonna fix this." Um, so I like anyway, I'm under the car with the headers, taking them off, and just the little edge of the flange was stuck on like a little like break, like um, like cover on the subframe bushing. So I'm like, "Oh my god!" So I just take a little Dremel. I'm like, "All right, let me." Just, I like grinded it all down. Yeah. And I was able to get the headers out. I was like, "Sick, sick. hell yeah!" Um, so I took everything off, and that took me like all weekend. I was like. Friday night to like Sunday midday. I didn't even look at my phone. I like got up, ate, worked in the car and went to bed. And like, that was it. Yeah. It was kind of, it was cool. Cause I had, it was like, it was cool to have a mission working on your car, yeah. you know? Cause I haven't done anything to that car in a long time. It was kind of like, that's the other thing that sucked. It was like where I wanted it, you know? Oh I man, was, I just so finished good. it up. I was like, all right, cool. This is where I want the car, you know? Um, so I ended up, I took all the parts off of it. Now we have parts all over our garage, all over my room, <laughs> whatever. Um, so then the insurance ended up, they brought a tow truck that, like that Monday. So I started at Friday because like, oh, the tow truck's coming Monday. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. So I'm like racing against the clock. Uh, they take it on Monday to a Caliber Collision in Oxnard, which shout out to them. They were super nice. Nice. Um, and they, they do an estimate on the car and they're like, oh yeah, it's going to cost this much to fix. So we gave that quote to State Farm and they're going to tell us what they're going to do with it. Um, and then State Farm calls like the next day and she's like, Hi, this is so and so from the total loss department, and I'm like, all right, hell yeah, I guess that, that's what's going down then. Um, so, should they ended up cashing me out for the car, and they gave me like enough. I was like, I expected them to give me less than they did. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not gonna argue, you know. Um, so they cashed me out for the car. I had to give the rental car back because they cashed me out for it, um, and that's it. So now I, I, the last time I saw it in person was in my garage when the tow truck came in to get it. And that's it. And that's it. Well, we did actually um, see it on the auction site. Yeah. So then, I, so then, like the other day, I looked up like State Farm auctions FRS, yeah. and it popped up. It's like it's in LA right now at some auction yard. Um, yeah. I just sent them the title this morning, mm. the State Farm. Mm -hmm. So I assume once they get the title and bring it to the car, they're probably gonna auction it off. Yeah. Um, I don't want to buy it back, but I'm gonna watch the auction, see how much it goes for. Yeah. Um. And it still has all my stickers on it, so I know it's mine. And like, I have an Alex from In and Out sticker on the car. <laughs> yeah. So I'm hoping whoever gets it like messages me or something or finds me somehow. Lit. I was like, that'd be kind of cool. That car's had a life to it, bro. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because before you got it, it was uh, it was mine, and then before me, Rywire had it. Rywire, and then somebody had it before him. And then before Rywire, somebody but, else had it. Yeah. And they ended up something happened to it, but it got salvaged. Yeah. So. So then uh, Rywire was going to do a 2J in it, but then his life just got too busy. Yeah. So then I wanted to get into the FRS community, bought it, but then there wasn't really much that I could do to it. I don't know. It was a weird time when I had the car. Yeah. Um, I would have actually liked to keep it because I Honestly, did like that car. It's a cool platform. Like yeah. you could, Even now you can still get into it and do a lot of stuff with it. Definitely, it's cool. man. Um, in the future, I would definitely like to have one. Yeah. You know, I I love like, how they look. Dude. And it's like the new age Civic. You yes, know? Like, definitely. There's parts everywhere for it. All this kind of stuff. It's like. And it's not going to slow down. The market is no. just going to keep growing because yeah. there's more and more and more of those cars 
going out and being cheaper yeah as well yeah so that that's an awesome car dude and when the, and it's all kitted out lowered yeah and you see it on they the look street so good. it looks like a bullfrog dude it's yeah. just yeah. <laughs> it's just going uh but yeah so they cashed me out for the car and then um so now i have all these parts in my room and i'm just looking for a new car so i'm just i've been on face I, I like i got off work here and then i go home on my computer i go on craigslist and facebook for like two hours just yeah. trying to find a car and like it's cool but after a while it's like i don't want to look for car. it's like you look at so many cars and you're like is this even a good car yeah like you might i might find a good one but it's like you look at so many of them you're like well this one has this little thing wrong you like dismiss it you know um so i found like two or three cars that are like they have potential but they're not perfect you know mm-hmm. uh, and i'm not sure everyone's like are we gonna get another frs or something different and it's like i don't really know do you feel like you were part of the FRS clan? Was that like a part of your your personality, you think? Kind of. Like, I don't know. Because um, there is FRS guys. Yeah, there's you know? FRS like guys. Speaking hunters, of like, you know? like Kilogram. Like yeah. that. He was like a FRS. Yeah, he dude. was in it like early, you know. Him and fucking Stay Crushing. Yeah. And just, there's, there's guys that that was their thing. Yeah. Did well, you feel like that you rec- resonated with that? Kind of, but not, not the ton, you know. Like I just modded it and it's like I... Personally, I thought mine was the cleanest one around here. Yeah. Um, so I, I I was proud that I had a I built it right and like, cause when I had my Civic, the FRS was like a dream car. You mm-hmm. know, I'm like I can't afford that. It's like a new car. You know, and then I was able to get one, and then I got the work wheels for it, which is like the FRS with the workmeisters. It was like my dream setup. Yeah. You know? So once I had that, I was like, all right, this is what I like. This is what I wanted. You know. Um. So I felt I was proud that I was able to build that car how I built it. You know. Um, but then like, like you were saying, kilogram and whoever, like anybody else, most of the guys who have FRSs, they build them to like the extreme. Yeah. And then they're like, well, I can't really do anything with this. They're maxed like, out already. Yeah. And yeah. like, they're not super fast compared to like my buddy had an STI. They're not, they're not fast, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to figure out now where most people go after an FRS. Mm-hmm. Cause most of the time they go to like an M3 or some kind of like more expensive yes. car. Well, yeah. Right. Um, uh, so I'd like to find something that's like a step up from the FRS so I can get into something new. Um, Cause like I said, I had the FRS where I wanted it. So I feel like if I buy another FRS, then it'll just be like, I'll put the parts back on it. And there's a couple things I'll, I would do differently on a new FRS if I got one. Yeah. But after a, like what, six months, you're like, all right, well, this is kind of what I already had. I'm kind of done with it, you know? And I don't want to really just be done with the car that quick, you know? Yeah. Um, but then yeah, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be done in the weekend. Yeah, as long as, yeah. as long as it took you to take it apart, I can put it back. Put together. it back quicker. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, just, I don't. I would like to build something still. You know, I don't want to just be like put all the parts back on and be done. Yeah. Um, but then I need to try and find a new car to get if I want to do that. You know my but, suggestion. So yeah. So, so he, wanted, he wanted me to get an M4, <laughs> yeah. BMW something. M3 would be sick. And I really like the the. I think it's the F80. Yeah. Um, the new M3, the four door. Yes. They're they're like small enough that they're still super like nimble. Yeah. They're not like a bigger kind of like a big. I like the M4, but it's a little too big for the kind of car I'd want. The M3 is small enough that it's still a like a yeah. race car kind of you know, and I love those cars. Um, yeah. Thinking they're just, they're just a little bit on my budget, and it's not. I mean, it's not, it's, but I don't want to be paying off a car because I'm about to go to school, and that's my only thing. Is if I wasn't going, to, if I was going to VC for a year, or two more years, I'd get one right now. Mm-hmm. But I just I don't want to be paying off a car while I'm also going to school because school is expensive enough down at UCS San Diego. But um, you're a hustler, bro. You'll make it true. happen. I mean, I I could, I definitely could, but it's it's just it's my it's the mentality of the thing, you know. Five hundred bucks a month, dude. Yeah. 
Fuck it. Right? Who cares, dude? Right? You have the money saved up already? Just say, put it in a bank account and then just take it away from that yeah. and then put it towards that. Right? I but, don't know, man. Um, there's one thing that you touched on that I wanted to ask you about. You know, you, um, I've had this happen to me so many times in my life and um, it's made me feel like I can accomplish whatever I want. Yeah. So you say that you had the Civic and your dream car was the FRS. Yeah. You getting the FRS, fast forward to, you know, before you crashed it, that that pinnacle that you were at, younger Alex would have probably never even thought that yeah. you would get to that point. Yeah. So now that you've reached that point, has that changed your mentality in any way? I mean, yeah, like even without the car, my mentality has changed just kind of like over the course of a couple years, you know, um, just like what like what you can do and what like, how do I say this? Like the mentality you need to have to like get it done, you know, um, like even at In-N-Out, once I started, there's kind of like a point when you're working at In-N-Out where you're doing like in the beginning, you're doing like taking orders, stuff like that. But after a while, you start making the burgers and stuff and like you kind of see more of like the you relate to the managers more and you start seeing like the the higher up like the the real life of it you know yeah so right about that point i started working here too right as I, that was happening at in and out i started working here and you're on that life too where you used to try and see the the real life of it and start to and do things the smartest way and like the most the the best way possible to make the most of the situation you know yeah um so right when that was happening i was trying to save up for the workmeisters for my civic and I had the I had some money saved up, and I'm like, well, at this point, why don't I just get the FRS? Mm-hmm. You know, because like before then, I I was just modding like dumb little things in, on the Civic, you know, like, and I didn't really think of anything bigger than that. Yeah. But then once I started seeing you and like the people at In and Out who were like, not that they're seeing the big like a something really big, but like more like bigger than just taking orders, you know. Yeah. Um, and you can kind of see there's like bigger stuff out there to do. Um, then I was like, well, you know, I could probably get the FRS, you know. I started calculating like, oh, how much could I pay right now? And I, then I, by then I knew I was going to VC. I'm like, I don't really have a ton of bills, you know? Um, and I also have that I had two jobs at that point, you know, making yeah. more money. So then, um, but yeah, and then I actually, I graduated and I got a lot of money for, from just like, oh, congrats on graduating, you know? And then it became like, well, I actually have enough to like maybe get an FRS. Yeah. And then, um, cause that was like the dream up here, you know? And then once that dream was like, oh, what the heck? I can like kind of get there. Yeah. You know? Um, so then I, I ended up finding, I got your FRS from you and I was able to sell the civic and I paid it off in like a couple weeks to like my parents or whatever, mm-hmm. cause they helped me with the FRS originally. Um, and then, so I paid it off and I had like do like $200 in my bank account left, right? I'm like, all right, cool. I got to like chill for a little yeah. bit, you know? <laughs> um, but then you start hustling more and working more and before, and then like a month later I was like, Yo, I have enough for like some TE37s or something. Like yeah. I have money saved up, you know? And then after that, it just, I don't even know what happened really. Um, but you start working more and then like, I don't know. It's kind of weird because I didn't have more, that much more money. But for whatever reason, it felt like I did. Kind of like I was smarter with it. Like, mm-hmm. And actually, I, I broke up with my girlfriend right then too. So that might be why I had more money to spend. Yeah. Um, but it was just like. It was, and then I just, not that it's all about money, but I had money to spend, you know? I'm like, well, this is kind of cool, you know? Yeah. And then as I went to VC for the, the from the beginning to these last two years, um, I've seen like people that don't work hard and people that do work hard, you know? So I tried to be friends with, I am friends with the people that were working hard and that we were like the top of our class in all of our classes at VC. 
just because we like talked to the teachers every we like would study outside of class we hung out we were like friends and it was it's super cool i, I love the guys i um was i'm hanging out with this last year at school yeah um but their mentality is kind of like your mentality where it's like let's get let's be up here instead of down here you know let's strive to get something that's higher than up here you know yeah um and so that ended up being and then once once I had the the T37s on my FRS, it was kind of like, all right, well now I'm rocking. Like I can like afford stuff. You know what I mean? Like yeah. get the next tier up, you know? And then I ended up finding the the Workmeister is just for sale, whatever. Um and once I got those, I was like, all right, this is this is it, you know? I got that. I was like, all right, sick. Um so that's so that like mentality from like the transition of the civic to the FRS was like in a kind of a period where I'm like moving from high school to college, you know? Yeah. So even right now, it's kind of kind of not worked out, but it's kind of like another transition. You know, I'm going from community Definitely. college to like university college, and I'm moving from the FRS. It's kind of like follow me, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I want to get something that's bigger than the FRS so I can have like another like big change, you know what I mean? Yeah. But the problem, the only problem now is when I had the Civic, I knew the FRS was like the end goal, you know? Like yeah. that's the car I want. That's what I want to like strive for. But now I don't have anything I want to strive for like car wise. So it's like, I still have like the, the school side of it or like the life side of it, kind of, I still have that, like that, yeah, progression, that progression mentality Mm -hmm. and all that, where I'm like, I'm ready to go for this fall. Like I'll hut, like even the class I took last month, dude, I was like the top of that class. No, like, and it was easy, you know, just because of the mentality you have. Like I was on it every day. I would go to class in the morning, study when I got home from work. Yeah. And it was like, it was easy, you know? So I like still have, I'm like, I'm ready to go for this, this fall but I need to find something on the car end so I can like be be yeah. in it still. You know what I mean? Yeah. So not, and not that it's all about like the, the only goal isn't a car, you know, cause at the end of the day, a car is not going to do anything for you. Yeah. Um, but I'm not ready to get a house yet really. Cause I'm not really like, I'm still, I need to go to college. You know, it's like, what am I going to buy? You still got life to live. Yeah, exactly. So I'd like to get something that I can like, you know, envision now that when I, from when I had the FRS. Yeah. But the problem is that all the cars I see around, I'm like, that's not, I like the FRS way better. Yeah. You know, the FRS was like my, the car that I wanted, you know? So that's why I'm kind of like, like at a crossroads now. I'm like, I not that I feel like I'm going backwards if I get an F, another FRS, but I'm not going to be progressing anywhere car wise. Yeah. I mean, it's very good to uh, put yourself in uncomfortable situations. Yeah. And uh, things like this just show you that you can handle that uncomfortable situation. Yeah. Um, I, I, I totally get everything that you're saying. And, um, you know, ever since I've been younger, uh, I've noticed that the more I hustle, I can get what I want. And this started as young as um, a junior, senior. Yeah. That summer is when I got my Chevelle. Yeah. Before that, I had my Camaro, which I bought for like a thousand bucks, you know, put an exhaust on and whatever. And I felt like, oh, yeah, this is a muscle car. But it wasn't. Yeah. My dream always was to have a real muscle car, you know. So when I was working as a janitor in high school, saving money, and then I was able to get the Chevelle, that was like, oh, shit, hard work pays off. Yeah. You're in that community and you're like, man, I just want, I, I see these cars at shows. They have superchargers. Oh man, they're so lucky. One day I would love to have one. Maybe when I'm a, a grown adult or something, you know, a few years later, yeah, have a supercharger. Just keep hustling. You know, you stay on the same track that you're on. 
and you know what you have to do and you just keep feeding that machine. The mentality that you have is going to take you wherever you want in this world. Yeah. I have no doubt in my mind. You can be successful at whatever you want. You know that you have to put in that hard work and you have no problem doing that. You know that you have to sacrifice some pleasures, whether it's spending money on, on food or hanging out with friends or doing whatever because you have schoolwork to do. You have work to do. That's another big part of it. You understand all of this shit that you have to do to get to that goal. Bro, you make that goal whatever you want. Yeah. President of the United States, you'll get it. You know, whatever the goal is that you want in life, you're going to achieve it because you understand what it takes to get there. And a lot of people never understand that because they never have these small goals because they never allow themselves to get to that point. Yeah. They would have stuck with the Meisters on the Civic and left the FRS in, you know, in dreamland because they don't have enough confidence in themselves to understand that they could take it to that next level. But once you get those small goals and keep going the goals get bigger and then you achieve them and then bigger and then achieve them that's how i see life that's how i see everything the only reason that this isn't the biggest podcast in the world is because i have other things that i have to focus my time on if i didn't have downstar if i didn't have a family if i didn't have any obligations at all just to feed this podcast there's no doubt in my mind that it would be the number one podcast in our demographic and end above that you know but Definitely. knowing that i have all these other things and when you say obligations that makes it seem like a bad thing but it's not it's not these yeah. are things that i have to do i've been building downstar for 10 years i'm not going to stop this to move on to something else i noticed that when my plate gets full i have to get comfortable with it being that full and sooner it doesn't seem that full anymore the plate grows yeah add more on it so that's you, that's the mentality that is for winners. You just keep throwing shit on your plate. You keep handling it. You know, don't bitch about nothing. Don't complain. This is the life that you wanted. But you can make it happen, dude. And anything that you want. And that's what I'm telling you, dude. If that's the car that you want, you can make it happen. Yeah. You know? And it's not just about cars. Because to me, like, cars really don't even matter that, anymore. That's kind of what I... Not that they don't matter. But yeah, there, I know there's... That's what I was trying to say that I kind of said earlier, but there's bigger stuff than just cars. Yeah, know? but, but their goals yeah. at the end of the day, it doesn't yeah. matter what it is. You know, just think about uh, any sports, basketball, skateboarding, uh, you know, football, whatever. Like at the end of the day, you're not really accomplishing much. You're accomplishing your goal. And in your specific in your specific lane, the goal may be, you know, to be in, uh, in the NFL or to be famous or whatever yeah but at the end of the day if you could catch a football that's cool that only matters to people who care about catching footballs right because your car goals don't matter to somebody that plays football yeah somebody that's in high school right now and their goal is to be in the nfl your goal of having a better car doesn't matter but that doesn't mean that your goal is smaller than their goal is, Definitely. you know? So the goal could be whatever the fuck you want it to be. You know, my goal is to own a Lamborghini. Like I have a Lamborghini right now, but I just don't feel like it's the right time to have it right now because I don't feel like I can just go and blow the money on a Lambo. Okay, there's other things that I have to worry about. Yeah. But it's, it's in the journey. It's not in the destination because I know once I get that Lambo, I'm going to feel the same way that I do about the M8 
it's gonna feel the same exact way just maybe oh it's just a little cooler you know yeah getting a little more attention more attention but then you have to see like who's the attention from do you even care about the attention do you want people just to look at you as like you have money or whatever but it's in my mind that this is a trophy to me that i've reached this point in my life where i can afford this i can have this this is my daily and i'm not struggling on the back end everything else is good house is good family's good cars are good business is good everything is good so it's 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 in the journey bro people really don't understand it they see things in the end goal and like i can't wait till i get that i can't wait it's not about that it's about going from the civic to the frs it's about the journey all in between it's about like finding the wheels and oh man i fucking picked up these wheels you know those small little goals that you get that's what it's all about yeah man you uh you totally get it dude and um you know you're you're gonna succeed i've always told you this you're gonna succeed in life whatever it is and um yeah bro fucking wish you the best man thank you frank yeah yeah life is gonna be awesome for you dude and uh how old are you 20 i should be 21 in september listen to that guys <laughs> it's not even 21 so i hope a lot of you guys really feel lazy right now and that's the point of these conversations it's not to say that i'm better alex is better than you but this is where we direct to put our attention and this is what comes out yeah. of it we actually say i think i might have told us on the podcast before um when i was in high school there was a dude on instagram who had a um like a like a wide body frs whatever and he said he was 19 we're like, bro, I'm like 17 or whatever. I'm like, how on earth can he afford a wide-bodied FRS at 19? There's yeah. no way, you know? And then, sure, like, I could have wide-bodied my FRS in a day. You know, it's not that hard. Yeah. And then now I see that it's not that hard, you know? But back then, it was like, there's no way you could afford that. Yeah. But it's like, I definitely could have done it, you know? And I did I did it for the most part. I had a modded-out FRS, you know? If so you would have like, known this mentality you have now when you were 16, you would have had that car at 18. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. And I, actually, I think I did have it at 18. Yeah. But anyway. That's that's the uh, that's the mentality that you have to have. And even with Christian, I'm trying to instill that in him. Yeah. He wants to get a um he wants to get a PC yeah. for gaming because it's faster. Yeah. Like, look, no, I'm not gonna buy you a PC, dude. You have to earn this. You come to the shop, pay you ten bucks an hour. You do whatever you need to do, come work, and then, you know, whatever we need them to do. Because, like how I explained it before, the shop is a list of tasks that we have to do. It doesn't matter who the fuck does the task. The tasks need to get done. If you come over here, you tell me when you have time, call me up, I'll go pick you up, you come here, you'll work. You know, one day maybe you'll make 20 bucks, the next day 30 bucks. Yesterday he told us he wants to start doing chores. Okay, cool, we'll have chores. I want to put this in his mind, like, you want this PC? It's 500 bucks. You have to do what you have to do to get this 500 bucks. Yeah. And if to get the 500 bucks is to work however many hours or 50 hours or whatever it is, okay, break that down. Just keep going smaller and smaller. In this day, I could work four hours. The next day, I could work two hours or whatever it is. I'm going to do these chores. If I do my chores all week, I'm going to get 50 bucks. You'll have that PC in no time. And once you understand that, then you apply that to everything else yeah. that you ever want. Not yeah. even possessions, just whatever you want to do. You know, travel, whatever it is. Yeah. Well, David actually did the same thing. He wanted a PC because he was playing on my Xbox. Um, he's like, oh, I want the faster computer or yeah. whatever. So he worked with my dad for like, I might have been two two summers. It took him over a year to get this computer. 
Um, but he finally saved up enough and he was able to buy it. And then now he's still working with my dad and he was like, oh, now I just got money, you know? Yeah. And it's like, he has, I think he's starting to see the same kind of mentality that you're trying to get Christian to see. Yeah. Uh, which is cool. Cause he's like, oh, it's like, I have the car. And he's like, he's not even, he doesn't even try to work all the time, but he's like, oh, I like he, he sees it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is cool. When you get to that point where you understand the value of your time. Yeah. That hit me very young when I was able to start working. I was fucking working because I knew okay, these, these hours after school from, you know, three to 10, whenever my bedtime is, yeah, all I have to do, all my only obligations are, is to do my homework. Yeah, I didn't really have chores or anything like that. I just had to do my homework. So what am I going to do with the rest of this five, six hours? Am I going to fuck around? Am I going to play video games? Or am I going to go work and make money? You know, yep. and you, you change your mentality, bro. You can get anything. The mentality that I have right now, I don't look at anybody minus people with like, um, you know, athletic ability or whatever. I don't look at anybody and think that I can't be in that same position. Yeah. The way that I look, even Joe Rogan, you know, Joe Rogan's a podcasting God. I don't look at him and think I'll never be in that position. I think as this dude's been doing this for 10 plus years and putting out four to five episodes, a, a day or a week yeah with like the most craziest guest ever if i want to get to that point i have to put in the work and it's, it's whatever you see anything you see all you have to do is put in the work and you'll make it happen yep um dude awesome combo bro yeah i love having you on and uh i love having you at the shop bro yeah i like being and, here um you know, even when you do leave, I, I really want you to still be part of the team. Yeah. You know, helping out with social. You understand what we have to do. You understand it all. You know, um, and you're going to do awesome, man. Thank you. You know, um, did we get through our whole list? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we touched on a lot. We uh, we definitely did. Um, you know, one thing I did want to touch on is your meet, your weekly meet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anti-Thursday, Thursday meet. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, and so we just... I think I talked about it the last time I was on, um, but yeah, we start. I started the meet last like December, mm -hmm. and then we had to pause like while COVID was going on, but we're back up and running. Um, so we meet every Thursday in like the Ventura. It's usually in Ventura. Um, sometimes we go to like Camarillo, Oxnard area. Um, but yeah, it's Thursday seven to nine, and I post a location on like my on the the Instagram story like the day of, just so it's not like all out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, we move it around every week, but it's cool. We actually, I made, I got stickers made. Yeah, hell um, yeah. Yeah, so last night I had the second version out, um, and I just made like fifty of them. See if anybody really wanted them. Um, I think I sold like thirty or thirty-five or something. No way! Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, Are you gonna keep this going um, when you move down to San Diego? I'm not sure what I'm gonna do yet, because obviously people here like they're not gonna all go to. You know what I mean? It doesn't make sense to have them go to San Diego or whatever. Um, but I, I'm trying to find somebody right now who I like and talk to mo and comes to most of them. Um, that might be able to like take over the page or help me with the page and gotcha. maybe I could do something in San Diego while they're doing it up yeah. here or something. Dude. Um, um, yeah, the meat's dope, man. It's uh it's dope and it's very responsible. I like how you do it. Yeah. And I like the, uh, you know, wear a mask, no revving and things yeah. like that. It's very respectable. Meat. Yeah. Well, I was saying it was super weird because when COVID first, like when it was like, all right, maybe we could start having meats again. You know, everyone started kind of going back outside. Um, I said, wear you got to wear a mask. Like it wasn't really the norm yet. It wasn't like you didn't have to wear one to get into stores, or whatever. But I'm like, look, if we're gonna do a car meet, which was that like month, a month or two months ago, um, it was like you don't really want to like meet with ten people outside yet. You know what yeah. I mean? Even though it's like you probably could have, but whatever. Um, 
Like, if we're going to have a car meet, you got to wear a mask. You know, like, that's the least you can do to, like, have the cops not be honest and, like, you know Exactly, I mean? yeah. Um, so, I'm like, I was like, I don't want to wear a mask, you know, but at least wear one of the meets so we can have a meet. You know, better than not having a meet at all, you know? Yeah. Um, so, I started, I put it out. I was like, wear a mask, you know? And, like, nobody wore one. You know, I was like, me and, like, four other people out of, like, the 50 people that were there would wear a mask. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. And every week I post, like, I like in b- bigger and bolder text, <laughs> wear a mask. Come on, guys. Um. And then for like a month or at least no one wore a mask. Like very few people did. I know it, it kind of sucked. You know, it's like, all right, cool that you don't rev. But it's like, what if like, you know what I mean? It's like, you're not trying to respect the rules of the meet. And like, it's like, even if you don't think it's going to happen, what if somebody wants to come out who's super scared of it? You know, that and plus, that, you know, that having a meet is not really looked uh looked at great by the police oh, yeah they're uh, you're already like kind of pushing it yeah and then you're like oh let's have this giant gathering of people you know what i mean exactly like all right you're already pushing the envelope let's w- at least wear the mask just to like cover all the bases here you know yeah um but i was noticing it's kind of weird because once masks started becoming more of like normal not that it's good or bad but like you have to wear them to get into stores this and that now yeah. i think almost everybody wears a mask yeah um which is cool because like like I said, it's less less heat on us. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I just thought I was kind of weird. There's been like a shift recently where like it's become more normal. Like we were talking about that earlier, how it's like not good or bad, but it's like you got to be careful with stuff becoming. Yeah, normal. you got to be careful with what what's normalized, yeah. man. Especially um, you know a lot of stuff going on in society, such as uh, racism. You know, yeah, the, the racism goes both ways you know and it's crazy that it, you see the pendulum go the other way yeah. and people are excited about it but as as much as you know all black people aren't bad all cops aren't bad all white people aren't bad all mexican people aren't bad you know there's there's bad people in everything yeah. so it's when when things get normalized like that especially in the media it's a very weird thing man i even saw yesterday um they're doing i don't know what the fuck's going on in portland but portland is yeah right. in fucking insane <laughs> they pass by this old man's house and he ha- he just has a flag outside and he's just standing outside watching it and everybody just starts flipping him off and shit like that and i'm like you know what yeah that the the country is in turmoil right now but like this country wouldn't be here if things didn't happen in the past you know we're trying to change the future and we're trying to change you know the way that society is and the way the society thinks but like that old man doesn't have anything to do with anything going on and him having a flag that's that's not a bad thing yeah you know it's like even to me like when the star spangled banner comes on i don't give a fuck about you know what this sentence meant or what happened then or whatever this what this means to me what you know the country means to me is like freedom yeah. and i understand that because i've been to other countries i understand how things are and i think that us as a society we we're just so like we're just so free to do anything that we're free to shit on whatever yeah so when it comes to like shitting on on the flag and shitting on this old man and and like shitting on like the star spangled banner like this stuff means certain things to other people and it doesn't mean like racism or you yeah. know when you say like that you support the cops that that doesn't mean that you're not supporting other people it's just like i want people to understand that all these things that happen it's it's a certain type of person that is happening and that cert that type of person can be any 
race, any any uh, occupation, anything. Yep. You know, and the the most that we could all do is just just try to love each other and change. You know, the 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 biggest way to change is to change inside, and then you start affecting the people around you. You know, and I don't know why I got into that, but it's just seen so much fucking negativity yeah. out there, dude. And I I want this podcast to be like the positive that people have throughout yeah. their day, whether it's to give them a different way of looking at things, give them some motivation for their life, or just to help them escape from all the fucking craziness that's going on. Just because the world's insane doesn't mean your world has to be insane. Yeah. And that's like my internal battle that I'm dealing with all the time. You know, I'm trying to step away from, you know, pointing out things on social media or, you know, talking about Pizzagate or anything like that. Because although all that stuff is true and it is important to talk about, you're you're going to you're giving too much to some people that might not be ready for that. You know, so, yeah, um, I don't know, man. Just want to stay positive, dude. I want to stay positive and I want to just, um, fuck, life is fucking crazy yeah, sometimes, right? <laughs> dude. Yeah. When you, when you just like feed so much into it, dude, I, I've, I feel like I've been feeding a lot into it lately and it, it hasn't been good. You know, it, it's not bringing anything. You're, you're just causing like a division that really doesn't need to be in there. Dude. Yeah. Everybody that's in my, my circle in my in, in my community the only reason we're all connected together is because of you know a shared passion that we have and this passion that we do have you know doesn't have anything to do with politics it doesn't have anything to do with race or religion or sexual orientation or anything like that it's, this is the love for this and i want to get back into that because I, I felt like i was i was drifting away and i was focusing more on like the world's problems and yeah and you get of- you get to that point where you understand, like, no matter how I feel, this isn't going to change anything. Yep. Only thing that I could do is change the the perception around me and the people around me. And I don't want to, I've, I've kind of focused a little more on doing that with, like, negative things, like pointing out this about, you know, Bill Clinton or whatever. But at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck about Bill Clinton. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what he does. If he goes to jail for the rest of his life, that's not going to change my life. That's not going to change the quality of my life at yeah. all. And it's it's one of those things that you do when when you self-reflect. You know, how am I coming off? What What is this message that I'm giving off? How is this being received to other people? You know, maybe on social media, people think that I'm like some crazy right winger or something like that. But at the end of the day, I, I could give a fuck less whoever's in charge because I'm in charge. Yeah, I'm in charge of my life. And whether all my rights get taken, taken away, if this world goes to shit, I'm still going to be good because I'm going to be at the top of the shit, yep. <laughs> you know, because of the mentality that I'm trying to build. Yeah. So, um i just wanted to put that out there dude because i know that sometimes i my conspiracy brain gets away yeah. and, and it could look a certain way but it's that shit's no good man it just feeds to the negativity man and i want to i want to i want to get back to to bringing more positive because life is good man yep you know I, I i can't complain about life at all i can't complain about how things are dude i have a beautiful family you know beautiful wife beautiful son uh great friends you know around me and um 
it's just one of those things like back to RC. You know, you never know what you have until you see somebody that had yeah. that doesn't have this. And whether it's it's weather coming from Phoenix to, to Oxnard or just looking at, at things like the life that we have is amazing, dude. And there's no there's no reason to even complain about it. You know, and I, I wanna tell everybody out there that I, I appreciate you guys just for listening to this because you're part of the journey that that I'm trying to create, you know? And it's just uh Life is good, bro. Life is definitely good. It definitely is. And life is actually going to get a lot better in a few months when uh, Raising Cane's opens up about Dude, three exits away. My mom was just there the other day, um, and she's like, yeah, because I don't know if they've confirmed it. It's confirmed but, now. But now it is because she's like, I walked, drove by, and there was a sign on the fence that says yep. Raising Cane's. I'm it's like, bro, and let's it go. shift managers looking for shift managers, so they're getting ready. Hey, I'm going to go quit and work there, actually. So uh, <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Like, let me get some free canes while you're at it. Discount. <laughs> Shout out to canes, man. I'm super excited for that. Just super excited for life, bro. You know, 2020 has been uh, a struggle for a lot of people. Well, and what's, what's, I think it's kind of real quick. Everyone's like, oh, 2021 is going to be cooler. But it's like, if you don't change anything now, exactly. 2021 is going to be the same as this. Like, there's still no cure for COVID. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's still just as scared, whatever. You know, it's like, it's your mentality, yeah. bro. You change your mentality, the world changes. Yeah. Everything fucking changes, yeah. dude. And, um, dude, it took me a long time to realize that, you know, when, when you change your mentality, your world actually changes. Yeah. You change your mentality. You start evaluating everything that you do, the people that you have in your life, you know, the, the negativity that, that you have, you start wondering like, why do I, why do I have this friend around that's negative? Why do I watch this show? You know, me, why? Why am I trying to find out who all these child molesters are to make my fucking, to make me more angry about everything? You know, I understand that that stuff exists, but it's not really having a negative effect on my life without me adding it to my life. Yeah. So once you start evaluating life, then you understand that, hey, 2020 is not that bad, dude. You know, bad shit happens all the time. And just because it's happening to you at this very moment, I mean, it is unfortunate, but bad shit happens to people all the time. Yeah, yeah, stuff worse than COVID happens to people all the time. Yeah, dude, and you just have to appreciate everything you have, whether yep. you know it's just you, your family and your friends, or the weather, or it's just not you know, raining all the time like it is in Portland. Yeah, that's probably why they're fucking going nuts, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Portland, though. I love Portland, man. But um. Alex, dude, it was awesome to sit here and yeah. talk with you, man. We really don't get a much chance to, to talk and bullshit because we always have things to yeah, do. Yeah, right. But uh, I love talking to you, brother, and right. um, I look forward to your uh, to your future. But yes, definitely. We'll have you on before your exit. Yeah, and then uh, we'll have a party. Yeah, right. Hell yeah! Right. Well, I know. We still, do we still need to go out to dinner? I know. Finish all the COVID orders. We're like, all right, we got to get. Something. Let's let's set it up for next week. Yeah, let's an do official it. day. Yeah. Um, me, you, and RC will go out to dinner. Yeah. And uh, life is good, bro. Yeah. We'll leave it at that, man. And then before we get off, I was trying to think before I got in here. I'm like, I'll text all my friends, tell them to watch this. Yeah. But I got to say something right now to make sure they actually watched it. So what can I have them? I got to have like, text me something if, if you watched it. You know what I mean? Oh, God. Gotcha. So like, I know if they listen to it or not. Yeah. What are we going to say? I got to say something. Oh, my goodness. Um. Oh, yeah. Your top podcast. Because that is always changing. Yeah, your, right. Your, your your lineup seems like it's changing. Right. Dude, I actually just found a new one because I was on TikTok the other day. There you go. Um, 
There's one called Bad Friends. Bad Friends. It's, do, you, do you know who's in it? It's no. Anthony Somebody and Bobby Lee. There are two comedians. It's just um, two of them, or is there more people? I think it's just two of them. The ones that I've heard are just two of them. Gotcha, because I've seen a podcast with Bobby Lee, and I think it's they, him I think and some he, girl and some, I, some I other dude. I think he has a couple. Gotcha, um, okay. But the one I listen to, anyway. Um, but probably right now is Two Bears, One Cave with Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. Even though Burt's laughing, you don't like it, it's really <laughs> weird. Yeah. Uh, I like Burt. It's a, it's a funny podcast. They're getting in the, in the swing of things. Bad friends, that's it. Bad friend. And if you didn't listen to this podcast, yep. you're a bad friend. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's basically how they end it. So we're like, are we just ending right now? But <laughs> hell oh yeah. Oh my gosh. All right, dude, before we get out of here, where can people find you at? Alex from In N Out on Instagram. And that's pretty much all I use is just Instagram. And then right. Anti Thursday, Thursday Meet on Instagram. There we go. If you want to go to car meets around here? Sweet. And that's it. All right, cool, man. And um, huge shout out to our sponsors, Heel Toe Automotive. Been around since 2002, supplying you guys with your Honda parts. If you listen to the commercial, you know how to get hooked up with Heel Toe. So make sure you check them out at Instagram at Heel Toe Automotive or on Insta- or on the World Wide Web. I'm going to bring that back. World, World Wide Web. Web. Yeah, W-W-W. yeah, I love it. World Wide Web, HTTP dot dot slash slash. HeelToeAuto.com and our newest sponsor, Rywire Motorsport Electronics. Dude, I'm so excited to have Rywire as a sponsor, man. You know, I've I've looked up to Ryan ever since I've been in the Honda community, man, since like 06. And um, for him to be able to sponsor the podcast and to believe in in our dream that that yeah. we have here is amazing, man. And uh, I, I, I value his friendship a lot. And I'm excited for this, man. There's no other brand that I look up to more than than Rywire in his perspective field and what he's been able to accomplish. And um, yeah, I'm excited where this is going to go. So make sure you guys check out Rywire at rywire.com or on Instagram. Just search Rywire. His Instagram name is way too long, but it's <laughs> Rywire underscore motorsport underscore electronics. And make sure you guys check him out on YouTube as well. You can check out the L- the EVS2000 that they're building. Yeah, that's going to be cool. <laughs> Dude, that's going to be lit, bro. And it's going to be super fast too. Yeah, right. So hopefully it lets me drive it. But uh, <laughs> I think that's in the contract that we wrote. I have <laughs> <Yeah>. to drive. <laughs> the s2000 but uh thank you guys for listening please please if you have any feedback send it over to us that's on instagram or you can text the number once again 818-403-3473 if this podcast was shit if you love it please tell me both uh we need this feedback so please text us and uh once again this is downtime with downstar episode 194 and we're out peace yeah